0: this is disturbing. Believe it. Okay.
1: What's going on, geeks? Listening to episode 328 of the Geek Race Podcast. My name is Cody Armor. I'm here with Shelly Nolan. Hello. And LJ Lowry. What up? This week, we're geeking out about James Gunn. Cause how could we not? Uh, some mm-hmm. legendary news for Sony fans, such as uh and it's actually not related to that at all but i feel like we have to apocalyptic wasteland of twisted metal so that's also sony
0: <laughs> yeah
1: we have segues for days in this episode guys uh, yeah
2: Yep. Yeah. like the mcu
1: it is all connected uh, for the <laughs> most part <laughs>
2: oh no <laughs> dc is about to be due
0: hopefully
1: yeah <laughs> we <laughs> let's let's start with gaming though uh lj what games have you been playing this week
0: Alright, so, uh, I took a hard left, uh, somewhere, and I ended up, uh, grabbing Pokemon.
2: Whoa, which one? Uh, Oh, Violet. Violet, Violet? alright. Yes, yeah. Purple. Um, (laughs)
0: Um, it's actually, so, I know there were, there were issues, especially, like, on launch day. I have not encountered a lot of, like, really any glitches or any bugs or anything like that people were like talking about i haven't seen yet um so like it's fine like it's perfectly it's a perfectly fine game so far um i'm i'm enjoying it a lot the immersion is there um i do wish that i could customize my school uniform a little bit because if you can do it in a ps2 game which was bully seriously you can, do it, you can do it in a yes. pokemon you should be able to do it in a pokemon game like
2: i agree um my gosh
0: but like so it's like i have some like fresh looking shoes a cool hat and stuff like that and a backpack but i'm like you get maybe four different outfits you can choose like for each season i mean it doesn't have to be like seasonal like but i'm like man instead of using animations for the pokédex for a bookshelf you could easily cut those animations and make some customization options um but uh anyway it's it's a fun game um the kind of the big three objectives are to take out the giant titan pokemons to fight the team star i think they have bases all around the map and then the gyms so you have like three yeah. bit main objectives kind of um do you do definitely get to go around like go kind of choose a direction and go which is cool um
1: how do the gyms work with that? Are you like, are the gyms got certain levels, or are they adapted so, to where you're at?
0: I don't think they scale up to you. Um, I think uh, different directions have different like set like level. Like I think, I think what happens is um, the weakest areas are around the school, and then okay. as you go further out to the map, areas have strong uh, okay. areas have stronger Pokemon and stronger like titans and like objectives and stuff um yeah
1: what i did in zelda was i just went to the farthest point of the map i could
0: yep um so yeah Yeah. so it is kind of weird because nothing i don't nothing really scales with you my favorite i think the most immersive are probably the when you battle when you go to the the bases to battle team star because you basically use the feature to like the auto battle feature like and send out your pokemon you get to pick like three and you basically get to storm the base with like three of your pokemon so it's kind of like epic in that way and then you basically draw out the leader of the base and fight them um the gyms are kind of neat they're like these big tower things um they look like big skyscrapers it's fun like i'm enjoying it so far which i it it was a gamble because i was like you know what like i know other games had issues this year and so i was like you know what let me since i've been kind of like championing the six and seven games this year i'm like let me try pokemon let me do it um and I like it. Like I, I've gotten past the intro area, and it's super fun. Um, cool. I feel like badges... it's Super
1: buggy. I know a lot of people were saying that it was. No,
0: so that's what I mentioned at first. Is like it wasn't really. It hasn't been really that buggy for me, like at all. Um, that's good. Yeah. So that's good. I mean, I, I, I don't I, know I... if that got fixed internally or somehow like. Without. It's, I've heard a it's
2: different for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, really sketchy. You would think there would even be some consistency, but it seems mm-hmm. like everybody has, like, weird glitches. Like, from what I've seen, people have been like, oh, well, this weird thing. And then someone else would be like, wow, that doesn't happen to me, but I fall through the map or, you know, just random right. things like that. And I'm just like, that's crazy to me. Um, I got,
0: yeah, I feel like I got, I may have got lucky, um... And it could be one of those things. Like I bought it digital, so I don't know if there's a difference between a switch running the cartridge or running the digital version. I have no idea. There could okay, be so. Yeah. There could be so many yeah, factors. Yeah.
1: It could wonder. literally be like how your characters dress, or they could like trigger a whole bunch of other things. I like, have like, yeah.
2: See, I have no idea. Like, like, there's, so I don't, there's knowing yeah, Pokemon. There could be, it could be anything. Yep. Right. It really yeah, it they don't be. really program their games. Yeah. Missing no though is just well. out there.
0: Missing <laughs> 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 No. Dang! Everything. That goes far back too. Like, it's so many people don't know what missing no is.
1: Oh, um, <laughs> missing
2: no, exactly. But, uh, yeah. They'll just
0: uh maybe they
1: should plan to follow Cyberpunk, and uh, they'll make an anime about it that's not <laughs> the anime they have out now, and then everyone will buy it, and it'll all be fixed.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: just, um, yeah. The thing that I find to be a bummer is that I feel like badges don't really matter anymore. Because every time you mm-hmm. every time you beat something, they're like, "Hey, you get a badge!" And I'm like, "Oh, cool!" I remember back in the day in Pokemon, you could go to the badge menu and it would show off a fancy, cool badge that you earned from the a Oh, absolutely! But it's like, nope, you just literally get a badge for everything you do in this game, and I'm just like, Aww. "That's no fun." That
2: is fun. <laughs> um, I loved in uh, I loved in um, I forget which games, but you could shine them Diamond, Pearl, and Platinum. You could shine them and it made noises and you can make music with them. That oh the best wow! Answer. See, that's yeah. that's kind of like. Yeah, so like it just feels like. To be honest
1: with you guys, I still have my badges from PAX West that we bought.
2: Yeah, um, I do. I <laughs> somewhere. I do have them somewhere. <laughs> I need to find them um,
1: again. Yeah, they were selling them somewhere, and I I had to buy them. It was That's awesome. awesome. They're in one of my jackets. <laughs> That's <laughs> from Kanto, cool. of course.
0: Um. Yeah. So badges don't really feel like they mean much anymore. Um. I like the like hubs that are almost like, to me, they remind me of gas stations, but it's got like. The Pokemon Center, it's got the shop, it's got like some other I think you can make TMs on the other like kiosk thing, like so it just kinda reminds me of like a like a gas station, weirdly. Um Are they still doing where it
1: feels like a specific part of the world?
0: <clears throat> what do you mean?
1: Does this eat this game feel like it's a specific part of the world? It's supposed to be Spain, oh, Spain right? Yep. Oh Spain? yeah. Okay.
0: I do love the music in this game. I, I really do. Um the soundtrack is honestly a highlight for me. Um. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's not bad. Like it's. Yeah, but like you said, I don't know. Like I think it's one of these. It's one of those things where it's like, I'm also. I don't think it's a performance thing, but I'm also playing on the OLED too. So like, I don't know. Maybe. Oh yeah. You know, like so, I don't know. Like, I don't know if somebody could be having issues if they're playing on a Switch Lite or a regular Switch or whatever. You know, like <clears throat> there could be. I mean, there's not supposed to be a performance. You know, thing, but. Who knows? Um, I like it um, more than I think I expected to. And the other game, real quick, yeah. I've been playing is Evil West, which is also another kind of seven-ish game. Um, it's basically, your it's a western setting where you fight vampires and werewolves and all kinds of supernatural creatures. Weirdly, controls like a God of War game to me. Like I thought it was going to be like a Gears of War style shooter. But, there's a lot, you do a lot of brawling, you have this, like, electric, like, gauntlet thing, so you're sitting there, like, you can literally, like, shock an enemy and sit there and just boom, 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 and box him up while he's electrocuted and just wail on him. Um, super cool, very bloody, very, uh, mature game, um, it's one I definitely, I, I, like, I enjoy it personally, but I'd say it's probably a good sale game. It'll probably be on sale by spring, and you get it, like, for, like, 40, 30 bucks, but, um. Yeah, that's been a fun game too but uh i've played a lot of games definitely since back, backlog golf ended um definitely bought some stuff bought neon white which is a cool game um Ooh, i play that, I did, that game looks really fun yes it's good i did play a little bit of um disney dreamlight valley which is also cool uh that's a fun chill game but it's like yep i kind of stocked up for the winter and <laughs> hopefully i'll beat some of these next year for backlog golf but Yep, it's that time of year. Sales everywhere. Cool, so. Yeah, that's it. What about me. you, Shelly? What have you been playing?
2: Yeah, so I actually was fully expecting to get Pokemon. Um, my husband was going to get Scarlet. I was going to get Violet. It was a whole thing. We were really excited for it. Then, Especially, um, I, I'm i still recovering. Like, my voice, you might hear it. I might cough. Um, but I got sick, right? and So that's why it mm-hmm. wasn't on last week, because I could barely talk. Um, and so I was like really looking forward to it because i was like oh it's gonna be like a sick game right like i'm (laughs) I'm just gonna be able to play pokemon while i'm sick and then i saw all these glitches happening i I heard there was a memory leak i heard all these problems i heard all these complaints and i'm like yeah that doesn't sound fun i'm not gonna risk it
0: all right
2: which is too bad because like obviously it was the most excited i was for any pokemon game but i kind of determined i was like this actually no I was burned too much by Colts of the Lamb, I think, because hmm. that game was so fun, but the glitches kept me from playing more. Like, I did beat the game, but every once in a while, I'll still try to, like, open it up, and it just lags so bad, and there's, like, still all these glitches that, like, they are actively patching, and they are, like, updating, mm-hmm. but they haven't, like, fixed all of them yet, and I'm impatient, so I'm like, well... I don't really want to have that experience again with another game. And that's basically right, probably right. what Pokemon would be. Because, again, like, it could be anyone. It seems like it's random what type mm. of glitches and, and problems you get. So for, for us, we both just said, you know what? Let's not spend the $120, <laughs> right? right? Let's yeah. just not. And and we'll wait. And, you know, if they patch it or if they fix things, cool. But also, there's a lot of gameplay things that I realize I'm not a fan of Um, that I didn't realize was a thing. Like, they got rid of set mode for battling it's only switched now they um got rid of like you can't really go into buildings anymore apparently a lot of it's sort of restricted to menus um i don't know yep. there's just a lot of things i heard where i'm like i don't really like the direction this is going unfortunately while i do like the open world hmm. aspect um yeah i may just need to wait so
0: I, I think a good way to equate it uh for cody to maybe understand is it feels like the sonic frontiers issue where it's, like, they try to populate the so, the world so much with activities that kind of each place you go to, each area you go to, each town you go to, like, none of it has an identity. Like, you know, like, back in the day, Pokemon okay. Pokemon was, like, yes, oh, let's go visit this new town we've never been to. Totally. Here's this issue that's going on with said town. Let's fix it, then handle the gym or whatever. Then, you know, kind of a thing, like... Mm-hmm. There's yeah. not really a lot of identity, um, as, f- like, with, like, the world itself or, like, the totally. towns.
2: Which makes me um, sad, so. <laughs> but anyway, um, yep. but I end up not having too hard of a time because, um, I got a steam deck.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. And I've been, actually, for a little, a little bit, have been thinking about getting a steam deck, um, and... I, I was telling my friends, too, like, I, I was asking my friends, like, who had Steam decks, was like, hey, how do you like them, and whatever, mm-hmm. whatever, um, both for this the convenience, the being able to play Steam games on a um, Steam deck, and also emulation, I was really excited about that, so um, one of my friends, actually, was selling his, um, not because there was anything wrong with it, uh, it, was, it was definitely, it was, like, a personal issue, it was, like, an ergonomics issue for him, so he... For him, it wasn't worth it to keep, so he sold it to me uh, for a little bit cheaper. And he also included the ST card, which was really nice. And I didn't have to wait for a delivery, so it was, like, an amazing deal for me. Um, And immediately, I got my Steam game set up on there, at least quite a few of them. And I got emulation working, Um, which, again, sorry to anybody out there. I don't know if Joe's listening. I don't know who's listening Who's really doesn't like <laughs> emulation. Um, I'm sorry. I will be talking about it in a positive way. So I, I just want to apologize for that. The games that I put on there, all except for like three, are games that I own. So like I put Pokemon Pinball on there and played some of that. And that was amazing. And I don't know if anybody remembers from like over the summer or whatever it was. I tried playing Pokemon Pinball on my Game Boy and it crashed. Mm. And I was so uh, sad. And I'm playing Pokemon Pinball now and it's on this beautiful glorious screen. sometimes it lags or sometimes it chunks it does like this weird thing between transitions um i think that's just an emulation thing with the steam deck um that i have yet to figure out it didn't affect gameplay at all because it was just like going from you know if anyone's played the game going from um to a kecleon stage or back from a kecleon stage for example Mm. like any of those transitions or like when groudon's coming down but once the ball is on the court once the pokeball is there um it runs perfectly so that was fun, for example, um, but yeah, I just have a couple Game Boy games on there, a couple, um, DS games, a couple, uh, GameCube games. I'll talk more about that, but, uh, first I'll talk about, uh, I, I guess, yeah, the two main games I've been playing right now, Spiritfarer. So that Ooh, game was on, like, super game. cheap sale, uh, like, seven bucks or something. Man, that's a good game, and I'm it not is. even that far. It runs really well on the Steam Deck. And it's so, it's like, it's like what I really want from a game like Animal Crossing, where I want a goal and I want, you know, the relationships and I want the wholesomeness and I want the cozy vibes, but I still need a goal of some kind. Like Mm. Animal Crossing, you kind of have to make that for yourself. You know, a lot of people are like, oh, my goal is to make my island look this certain way or to get all the fish or to get all the you know whatever and that's great but i personally am not i don't really set that initiative for myself i'm really bad at setting initiatives for myself so um i I like need a goal and usually that comes in the form of like a story um or tasks or thing like that so that's what's great about this game is that it's a really simple like straightforward thing that you're supposed to be doing and maybe it's not that straightforward um You're supposed to be, you know, guiding these spirits into the afterlife. That is what you're doing. Um, You're supposed to help them with their last couple of things that they need to essentially resolve um, before they can move on, which is great because it's like, I don't know, as someone who's been taking, doing therapy for a little while now, um, ever since the summer, I really appreciate it because, you know, here's these characters who all have stuff that you know baggage mm-hmm. right stuff from their past that they didn't really want to think about and the ways that they react to it is in really really like relatable ways like i won't spoil anything for example but yeah um just like some of these characters the way that they describe you know stuff that's happened to them um and their mixed feelings about it and just mm-hmm. like oh that's so realistic and it's like I, even if i can't necessarily relate with what that character is feeling like or what they went through i can like relate with what they're feeling yeah um and also, you're, like, on a boat, which is cool. It's very, like, Wind Waker or Phantom Hourglass-esque, which I love both those games, so i love really like the activities
0: happy. that you can do on the boat, like, catching yeah. stuff and... Oh, yeah, like, just to collect the resources is awesome.
2: Yeah, and, um, like, I think the only one I don't like is having to water my, my plants so often. <laughs> yeah. Like, I have to water them all the time. That's the only one that annoys me, <laughs> but the rest of them, I like, yeah, like, you actually have to do something... In order to make thread or in order yep. to um, turn your ore into ingots, for example. Then you can use those things to make more stuff on your boat. Um, and also, I love that you can just, like, move around everything on your boat so easily mm-hmm. um, and just reorganize. Like, that's fun. Like, I think what's annoying about ammo crossing is that reorganizing is a pain. Mm-hmm. If you want to move someone's house, it, like takes an entire in real life day, whereas in this game it just like goes with a Mm. snap, so it's also gorgeous. The music's really nice. Yeah, there's just stuff to do. Um, I really like this game so far. Um, so I've been playing that, but uh, through emulation, finally, finally, after years and years of wanting to play this game, I'm playing Fire Emblem Path Radiance, and I am loving it so much. (laughs) It's so good. It's, like, it almost makes me sad for newer Fire Emblem games. Like, obviously, like, Three Houses is amazing. um, And I still love Awakening. um, And there's even some good things to find in, like, Fates, for example, Echoes, things like that. But something about this game, like, it's just so fun. And the characters are so good. Like, every character is really fleshed out, I think. A big complaint i have with newer fire emblem games is that a lot except for three houses three houses has really really well-rounded characters but a lot of characters especially when i think about like fates for example or echoes um shadows of linchia i mean echoes shadow of lunch that's the full full title um a lot of the characters just have one thing going for them one defining trait one thing whereas characters in this game are like really fleshed out really feels realistic again even if it's though it's a fantasy game obviously it's not realistic in that way but the 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 characters seem realistic for the you know fantasy world that they're placed in Mm. um and they're all interesting they're all cool the story is i and i've heard the story is the best in a lot of people's eyes in all the games um so far i would agree i'm not done yet with path regans but so far i'm i'm in agreement this is a really good story um yeah i just like it a whole lot and it's way fun being able to play on the steam deck because then i can play it um just in my hands but i also have a docking station i don't have the official steam docking station i just have one left over from work that (laughs) it works with because it's a computer right that's That's what's so great about this is that it's a computer you could do computer stuff with it it has its own os and everything um so unlike the switch where it's really hard to like mod things or like move information around on it or like do kind of anything with the switch
0: mm-hmm.
2: it's so easy on the steam deck and you can even i heard that you can even like replace parts they sell like parts and you can really easily like if you're joy, if you're um i was gonna say joy con <laughs> um but if your joystick starts drifting they sell like and and make it really easy to replace it Oh, cool. Whereas, like, the Switch still just doesn't have that option. You just have to buy new Joy-Cons, which are, like, Or send it in for or repairs. Or send it in for repairs. Like, mm-hmm. I, it, the, how, this thing is so freaking user friendly. Getting emulation set up was super easy. Um, again, yeah, this it, is such an incredibly user-friendly device. Um, and it, like, controlling, using different controllers was really easy. Um, because it's, it's just automatically set up, right? I use my Pro controller, my Switch mm-hmm. Pro controller. I I connect my Steam Deck to a docking station that's connected to my TV, and it literally feels like I'm playing Fire Emblem Path of Radiance like on a Switch, Christ. except it runs better sometimes. That's cool. Arguably, I would say it runs better. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm just having a lot of freaking fun, um, with that system and with those games in particular. I also have Radiant Dawn. So once Path of Radiance is done, I'll just move on to Radiant Dawn. But It just makes me really sad that um, Intelligent Systems um, does not understand how great these games are. Or maybe they do. But instead of making these games more accessible to their audience, they just throw Ike and other characters Mm -hmm. in these games like... Excuse me. Like Ike and a bunch of his buddies are in Heroes. Ike is in... Smash, and Ike will, again, and and Micaiah, you know, who's in Radiant Dawn, will be in Fire Emblem Engage. It's like, Intelligent Systems understands how beloved these characters are, but at this point, you can't really play, like, any of those games, or you can't access, like, any of these games. I worry
0: that Engage is going to be so fanservice-y, like, you can just Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah I, I'm so excited for Engage for a lot of reasons, but I agree. Um, I think it's definitely going to be a pretty fan service game. Um, But it just makes me sad. They like keep bringing these beloved characters, and it's like, they know they have a lot of new people playing these games for the first time after Three Houses. Like, so many yep. people were introduced after Three Houses, which is amazing. But now they're going to be playing Engage, and they're not going to know any of these characters, or maybe they'll want to know more of these characters, and They'll be like, oh, well, I would like to play these older games these characters are from. Oh, you can't. E-Shop is closed. Uh, No way to get Path of Radiance or Radiant Dawn on, you know, current systems. Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, like, it just makes me a little bit sad. So, as much fun as I'm having with this game, it makes me sad. It's very
0: expensive to, like, even go and try to go out in the wild and get those Mm -hmm. games, too.
2: It's Mm -hmm. literally, like, 200 bucks on eBay, and none of that money goes to Nintendo. So... Again, sorry audience members who are not fans of emulation. I specifically try to emulate games that are inaccessible otherwise. And I would argue Path of Radiance and Radiant Dawn are some of the most inaccessible games. At least that were actually released to the US. Blazing Blade, for example, uh, was never released to the US. So, all that being said. Or Blazing Sword, sorry. Um, but that's 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 what I've been doing. Steam Deck's very, cool. very cool. Big fan. Cool.
1: Uh, I don't plan to rant on Snap every single week, uh, or not rant, but rave, I guess. <laughs> um, but I did start playing that a little bit differently. I've gotten a move deck made. Um, nice for those who, like, those who play the game, know what I'm talking about. Uh, when I talk about a move deck, and it's been a lot of fun. But people would say that that's like the end all. You have to do it that way to like be better. Not the case. Um, it's way more fun to play. I feel like because you're having to really like. Be strategic with your moves, um, mm, right? But it's so much more dependent on drawing the right cards than uh, my other deck, which was just like I don't know more basic. I don't Thought know kind luck of the luck of the draw, yeah, yeah. Um, like I have way less of a chance of winning depending on what I draw in this than I did with my other deck. Oh, wow. uh, but super satisfying when I can just get like one card to play it at the very end and like. Destroy the entire game's, uh, <laughs> the other players' uh, whole game, um, so super cool, <clears throat> a lot of fun. Nice. So I'm really enjoying Snap, uh, which is not something that I thought I would still be playing at this point. I, uh, off,
0: I play it off and on, like I feel like maybe once or twice a week now these days. I'll pop on and play it.
1: Yeah, I try to get my daily, uh, the mm-hmm. like daily goals basically in the game, uh, and I usually oh, try yeah, to get yeah. those, and then I just kind of move on. I'm no longer worried about the seasons at all. Uh, but <laughs> I like to get my my biggest thing is they talk. There's talks that they'll work. They're working on a uh, you can play with other players that you know. Oh and, yeah,
0: um, like a social thing going.
1: On. Yeah, and I would love to be able to play with, like other people in the race community. Or oh yeah, or maybe form um, a
0: guild or whatever like they would call it. Yeah.
1: So I'm just trying to like mm-hmm. make sure that I keep up enough to to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, that'd releases. be cool.
1: I'm a little nervous. I feel like this game is not going to be like not going to matter by the time they, they release that. Mm. But uh, We'll see. I don't know. I'm having a lot of fun with it. I'm not usually into deck builders so yeah that's cool and, like the deck building is fun uh, which surprised me because um, that was what made me go I'm not going to be able to play this because I'm terrible at deck building. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's so simplified it's, it's so fun. Uh, yeah other than that Cyberpunk just keep moving on that game i nice. am really like i don't know if i platinum it yet or not but i plan to like really complete that game <laughs> <laughs> nice. i'm a little worried that like to platinum you would need to play like all three i haven't looked into it but like all three classes and if that's case mm. that's not happening um but it's just it's fun to explore that world the only time last time i did this was another project cd red game <laughs> uh, so i thought that was interesting that's Witcher, right? Are the right people? Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it is about their games, but it makes you really want to explore their worlds. Um, it's cool. That's all that I've been playing. LJ, we can get into the gaming news.
0: Well, since you mentioned The Witcher, might as well just go right into one of our news Later. pieces. Yeah. <laughs> might as well toss a um,
1: coin to Our Witcher. Yep.
0: <laughs> Again. Um. <laughs> Again. <laughs> yeah we made this joke last time i think um yeah it's okay right.
1: <laughs> i run under the assumption that people don't listen to every single episode and so that's no. just a fresh joke every time oh yeah uh, <laughs> i'm down so sorry for the people that oh. are awesome and do listen every single week you're yep. amazing
0: for this yeah um <laughs> anyway so um we were wondering we're t- wondering what a remake was going to be like for the witcher the original game and yeah, what's crazy is i didn't really
1: care Mm-hmm. i was like i care that the game's being remade but i was mm-hmm. like you guys do whatever you want like like your news i would have played it regardless
0: yeah yeah, yeah. um but... it sounds like the original was fairly linear um which i didn't play enough of the original i just remember it being really weird um i imagine it was probably like a diablo thing almost like a wide linear kind of a thing. Okay. Um, but uh, the remake is apparently going to be open world, according to a earnings call um, for CD Project Red. Um, yeah, so it's going to be, feel a lot like The Witcher 3, hopefully, and you'll be able to kind of go and do whatever, you know, it is, and um, uh, it's exciting, like, that it, that it seems like it's going to be a ground-up remake, not just like some overhauled version you know so i think it's uh, for it to be open world i think says something about what the quality of the remake <laughs> is going to be
1: yeah so, it sounds like a uh, real remake i'm excited mm-hmm. yep it gives me I probably won't be as in-depth as final fantasy 7 right right i mean that game still is really cool different. to like change the dynamic of the game
0: mm-hmm yeah um and then uh, I guess a reminder while we're here, the remake, uh, or not the remake, the, re- uh, the, the upgrade, the like next gen upgrade for Witcher 3 comes out next week also with a bunch of new features, like new quality of life features, which I didn't realize was just like,
1: I thought I'd have to, I don't know. I didn't think my save files would come over. I thought it was a whole new game.
0: Nope. Not a yeah, whole new game.
1: Skyrim where you just buy it again, play it again. No save files.
0: No, I think there's going to be a free upgrade. Um, that. So I'm, cool. And so if you don't own The Witcher 3 yet already or you want to buy it on, on another platform it's going to have cross saves and, wait, so stuff. and yes Henry Cavill stuff like TV show related cosmetics and things. It's a whole quest. Um
2: Maybe now is the time to yeah. try to well, not now, but then will be the time to replay or retry playing st- that game. So I'll just replay, but I can play it on my, I can play it on the Steam Deck. It's ten
0: dollars on Steam right mm-hmm. now, um, oh, yeah. so I'm t- I'm tempted to go get it on Steam because apparently it's got a photo mode on Steam and not on next. on um, not on the console, mm. so I'm just like ooh, um, <laughs> so cool. So, I'm like, hmm, do I spend the ten dollars? It's not a big ask, but also like since cross save is a thing. I can just go to my PS Five save since I have like it on the cloud yeah. on PS Plus. I can literally just use it on my PC if I want. So I'm trying so to I'm set up. I'm super excited drop that for more books. content. Yep.
1: Um, that was my biggest thing. Is like I played it all at once, right? So the mm-hmm. DLCs, like I finished that. And and see, I've never mind, played the DLC. I played I don't, this whole story. I don't oh, own you don't play the DLC.
0: Nope, I don't own the DLC on my PlayStation. So if I buy that ten dollar one on Steam, I'll have everything. That is so good. It's the complete it's edition, the the game. complete Game of the Year edition
1: um but no i just you you play this whole thing and you're like this big monster hunter and that's like the whole Mm -hmm. thing of um that's what Geralt is is like yeah he defeats big monsters and so uh i was really kind of bummed when i got to the end of it that there were like no big monsters to beat and Mm -hmm. story-wise it really isn't about the creatures right Uh, but it's so much more about people Um, and story-wise that's great um but it would have been really cool to have some just big monstrosities they didn't have to be like big in size but just strong to like go hunt down and really like uh try to hunt but mm. um yeah there's some more quests in this uh game upgrade so i'm excited to go check them out
0: mm-hmm. anyway but i just wanted to throw that in there uh, since we were talking remake um the next piece of news which is eventually going to cross over into into TV news as well. Um, James Gunn apparently wants to connect future DC games to or, and movies. Like um, He wants to further connect the world beyond just movies and TV. Which I think is a bold move. Um, yeah, definitely. And this was through a tweet. So it's not to say it's actually going to happen. But somebody literally asked him on Twitter and said, Hey, uh, are the, you know, like... And is there any plans, you know, f- like to um to have you know to have everything connected, mm-hmm. and then he literally just said yes. So
1: on on Twitter, that makes me wonder. Like they have a Wonder Woman game coming out. If they're gonna have to tweak that to make it work, or it's gonna Ooh. be like after that. I, I hope
0: it's its own thing, because. Mm-hmm. I don't want this new Wonder Woman game to be connected to the movies. <laughs> if it was, it would just be um, so shoehorned in. Yeah. And, and they've already showed the look in... of of the new Wonder Woman in that teaser that uh, mm-hmm. like Monolith is making. Um, Shadow of War devs, by the way. I think that is so perfect. Yeah, uh, I would
1: hope that it would be separate as well. Yeah,
0: so in my mind, uh, you could definitely have some, obviously, side adventures, because I think it's going to be really hard I mean, it would be awesome, I would geek out about it, but it'd be interesting to maybe have a reference in a movie and be like, oh, like, we've these two have met before, or, you know, some kind of thing, you know, that does, mm-hmm. like, that references it, and maybe if people would be like, oh, like, that's a video game? I kind of want to go see mm-hmm. that, or I kind of want to go play that and see how these two characters met, or how this character has been to this world before. Yeah. Um, right.
1: I feel like it'll definitely have the Netflix effect of mm-hmm. Marvel where the movies will be this canon uh, narrative. Oh, and yeah, then yeah, yeah. you'll have the video games where the Wrestling
0: Universe to New York. And probably even more <laughs> canon, I <would> assume.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it would be its own story that you don't necessarily need for mm-hmm. the next movie to come out. I can't imagine they would say you have to play this mm-hmm. video game.
0: For sure, for sure. I would love that, Watch but this next movie. like, that's not...
1: Yeah, that would be insane. It's
0: not intuitive for a general audience.
1: Right. But I would love for there to be some villains that are introduced in the movies, mm-hmm. and then we get to see them more in depth, get a little bit more character development
0: yeah. about
1: them in, in a game, or mm-hmm. vice versa. We get introduced to a character in a video game, and then you don't have to worry about the origin story anymore, you just have the movie mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily need that video game. Mm-hmm. To to run on its own, I think it'd be cool.
0: I think it would be nice too that's if nice. not all the video games like they don't have to make uh, every video game like this AAA like big budget thing too. No, exactly. They can probably do some kind of like maybe get an indie dev to do one thing, you know, or something, something like fun. that, or like you know, just like yeah, like I think that's what they should do.
1: Yeah, that'd be awesome.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, um, In a lot of ways
1: probably better to do that yeah like i think
0: it'd be neat if it was some small project or something because
1: um, you make a game and it's really buggy yeah <laughs> could completely destroy your you know like the narrative could, that you have they could they could literally it. do, kind of do really like
0: a like a peacemaker beat him up like streets of rage clone and i'd totally be happy with that that'd be awesome totally yeah, peacemaker totally awesome. vigilante one player two player and call it a day and then
1: you get a reference in the in the show at some point <laughs> yeah i get that, I get that reference
0: <laughs> yeah that'd be awesome yep <laughs> yeah anyway um that's the gaming news
1: see we will get into the movies then i didn't see any movies but i'm gonna put this in there lg i know you saw too yes shelly did you watch the christmas special
0: nope
1: you should definitely watch it it's great
0: (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's fun it's a real fun 40 44 minutes i think i think
1: here's one thing that i'll say and this isn't against the movie or anything. Uh, they can do whatever they want with the characters. I feel like Star-Lord is getting way more complainy than he was in previous movies. I feel like that kind of started in Endgame. Or Infinity War.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: He's gotten really whiny lately. He just doesn't care. And he's like, leave me alone. I noticed it with Thor, Love, and Thunder. But he's always been kind of annoyed.
2: It's because the Gamora it's like, thing. this is how he expresses his depression. Maybe. It's the, yeah, Gamora, it's the Gamora
1: thing, probably. That could be. He's constantly annoyed, and I was like, "That's not a bad thing necessarily. It's just an it's ob- not observation very fun that I made. to watch."
0: And, and see, it's funny that you say that to me because then I think of like the video game version of Star Lord from recent, from like the past year, where mm-hmm. like everybody kind of picks on him for being kind of kind of an idiot anyway. So like, yeah, uh, <laughs> like I almost He's less like I almost want them to in, do the that. Idiot. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I I'm surprised they're not leaning more into that. I kind of want kinda more them more to call him out for being...
0: being like the way he is right now. Like, yeah, that makes yeah, sense. yeah, that'd be kind of cool. <laughs> uh,
1: but I don't know. It was a ton of fun. Um, it was really cool to see Groot. My wife is convinced that it was just dude in a suit because Groot has gotten really big. <laughs> I I don't think he was in a suit. I don't know. Maybe it was. Maybe it was both effects, practical and <laughs> CGI. I do think it's interesting. I didn't realize this. I don't know why I didn't realize this, but this is a different Groot than, in a way, uh, than the original Guardians of the Galaxy. It's his son, mm-hmm. not him like reincarnated. It's the
0: one that was a baby, that uh, like got got re- reborn as like a baby in teens. Yeah,
1: like but I thought the baby Groot was just Groot reborn. I didn't realize that they considered it father and son situation. Hmm. And so yeah. there was people saying that he's way bulkier in this. And that doesn't make sense because Groot didn't look like that in the first movie. And it's like, well, yeah. it's not the same. It's not I the mean, same Groot. It's not the same person.
0: That's also so a fun explanation to change bit. his style a little bit. Because, I mean, they do that with other heroes across movies where it's like, they may look this way one movie and then, oh, here's a different costume in the next, you know? like Yeah. So
1: This gave him a, a chance to kind of change the way. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Mantis and the actress, I don't know the name off the top of my head, Karen an amazing job in this i yeah. felt
0: like yeah she was really good like for a character i guess i never cared for before i was like okay mm-hmm. I... <laughs> and then it's it's weird because i do i've been i was doing that thing the whole time where i just kept comparing it to the video game like that came out last year yeah. and i'm like this is weird <laughs> i'm like why am i doing this it's two different things <laughs> funny. um but no but, it's good I don't know. it's fun
1: i loved it it's only like 45 minutes long i think it uh yeah, not super long, not a lot of commitment, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's a good Christmas thing. It is. There's. I I don't know if they'll do it every year. I don't know if it's gonna be Guardians of the Galaxy every year. I think that would be weird to have a Guardians of the Galaxy special every single year. I think
0: it's simply because there's. I a, want more Marvel th- things. There was a Star a Wars Christmas, Christmas special, so James Gunn is probably like, "Well, we should have a Guardians of the Galaxy one." Right. Yeah. You know. So I don't think I don't know if they'll do it again. Yeah. But was it-, it was really fun, especially the song at the beginning. It was my absolute favorite. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I mean, if it's a Christmas thing, you expect there to be music. So, I mean, also and- I'm glad it
1: wasn't a musical. I'll say that.
0: Yeah, no, but there was music.
1: <laughs> but there was music. The music was great.
0: Oh, that reminds me. Uh, I guess the last week time we talked about, I talked about that movie Spirited, and that was like so like heavy musical. So I'm like, oh, this is. This yeah, I really need you to
1: watch that to so get your opinion.
0: Or see okay. at least at least look it up because there's a uh, spirited, it's got um, Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds and, and Will, Will Ferrell.
1: Ferrell, and it's a musical. Yes.
2: Oh my goodness! So I don't. I know still know if need to watch like, Eurovision with Will Ferrell. You so could you probably find
0: Eurovision. a YouTube video on Spirited or something, and just like, but I talked about it last week and how it was like a bit much at the time for me, but it gotcha. was really weird. It was really weird to hear Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell sing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. But yeah. Cool. But that's why I meant that I brought up the music thing again. Um, being that it is a Christmas special and it's also Guardians, it's like you know there's gonna be music and so. For sure. First song is absolutely hilarious. Nice.
1: Mm-hmm. Lj, you've been watching some other Christmas movies. It looks like. Yes.
0: So funny thing is, I watched the first Santa Claus movie before we recorded the podcast, and then I watched the second one after we recorded the podcast, and then the next day after that, okay. I watched the third one.
2: Nice. And did you watch the show? <laughs> not yet. not yet. Okay. I'm I okay. am saving
0: the sh- I now that I've watched all all the movies. I'm am wa- going to watch the you show. You got to get all the canon. Well, yeah, cuz I'm like, what if they reference something that like Yeah, well, it know they about.
2: probably would. Yeah.
0: Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> awesome. Um I like 2. So it's surprising because I was like I was always of the mind like I saw parts of 2 when I was real young, too. Um But I was like the original is the end-all be-all for me. Like, there's nothing. There's not nothing's gonna be as good. But I actually noticed like two and three are better quality movies than I expected. Um, I enjoyed two a lot. It, there's genuine I really like two. There was parts really that made me it. laugh a lot more than I think the first one did. I mean, I've it's been you know I've watched the first one a hundred times or so, but like there was stuff in two that genuinely like made me laugh, and I was like, okay, that's cool. And then. Three was just, I thought three was going to be the worst, and that's actually not really that bad. Like, I like how they didn't keep him in makeup the whole time. Like, there's mm-hmm. parts where he's definitely just like Tim Allen, you know? Like, so yeah, I, it,
2: like, I feel yeah. like it might still be the weakest of the three, but it's it not like a bad movie, right? Right, yeah. And yeah. I was,
0: I was surprised because I felt like, oh, we're going to get us like a sequel, like a straight to DVD kind of sequel, even though it did come to theaters, I think. Um, but no, I was like, wow, this is, it's three, like they were all surprisingly good. Two is really good as well. Um, but no, it was a fun, like good, you know, time for the season, you know, like they're all on Disney And if you want to just straight up binge the movies and the show, like it's all available on Disney plus. So cool. Yeah. I, I had a fun time watching, watching those. Not bad at all. Sounds fun.
1: Mm-hmm. And what about you, Shelly? What have you been watching?
2: Um. Well, I watched um, Death on the Nile.
0: Ooh. Just I because
2: I was with my family, and they all wanted to watch a movie. And they're like, let's watch this one. <laughs> and so we watched it. And I wasn't really paying that much attention, because I was definitely also playing just Fire Emblem in the background. But I watched <laughs> enough of it that I'm like, yeah, I watched the movie. I saw it. Um, it's funny, because I never actually watched Murder on Orient Express. I know this is a sequel, oh but they're still uh i mean it was it still feels standalone enough for me to like be like oh okay so like here's this detective guy and here's this situation happening um but i liked it i remember what you said cody how with like orange express it was kind of like it was good but the ending kind of revealed didn't make a lot of sense but it was mostly just to surprise mm-hmm. you whereas death in the nile was more like well, it was more obvious, but at least it also made more sense. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I, but I, I honestly thought, like, I, I still liked it. I, I thought it was fun. I thought, uh, yeah, I thought it was fun. Um, hmm. Very.
1: I remember enjoying it. It,
2: it was kind of crazy how it was like, took so long for them to get into, onto the boat, right? So like, instead of Orient Express, they're on a train. On this movie, they're on a boat on the Nile. Um, it took a long time for them to get there. Like, there was a lot of setup happening. Okay? And I don't know if that was the case in the first movie, but it was, I was kind of oh, like, oh, are they still not? Okay. You know, no one's died yet. <laughs> right? I'm just like, it's, it's called Death on the Nile. When do people die? When does someone die? So that was kind of funny. Um, but no, I liked it. I thought, uh, all the cool, pretty shots of Egypt were nice. And what I didn't realize as I looked up later, I didn't realize that these are all just, um books from the 30s i didn't yeah, know that i knew the so it's like, thing
0: was but i didn't know if death on the nile was
2: yeah and the next one too is just another one like i think that's cool like we're, so we're probably
0: gonna do a to, third movie then
2: it, no they are i think they're oh, doing okay. um i forget what it's called but it's basically gonna be about a seance instead oh okay um and so he has to like deal with that but um hmm. yeah i just think that's cool i don't know i like uh Because I thought, I don't know, I thought these were all original, but I think it's cool that they're digging up these old stories from the 30s, and it's like, they're still taking place in the 30s, but it's not a stylistic choice, it's a, oh, this took place at the time these books were written, and at the time it was the 30s. I just thought, I just think that's cool, and like,
1: yeah, definitely.
2: I looked up some of the differences between, like, the movie and the book, and like, there wasn't a lot of differences, like, they kept a lot of things the same, so that's why I'm like, oh, that's kind of why it ended this way, probably, and... That's um, awesome. I, I just thought those like cool. really
1: throws actors into a way that they don't usually act as well. Like a lot of these roles yeah. are not like typecasted for each character. Yeah, exactly.
0: I think that's really cool. Yeah, I agree. Um It forces them to actually probably roleplay a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. even though I, the lines are written.
2: Yeah, it was kind of like when I was first watching, I was just like, haha, you know, French detective. I just think of Jacques Clouseau. But it's like there's a reason Jacques Clouseau became who he was. It's because he was a, he was making fun of the stereotype of a French detective. <laughs> and this wasn't, and so it's like, this was, this was before Pink Panther, right? So I just think that's <laughs> kind of cool too. I don't know. I liked it. Um, I don't really watch yeah. a lot of movies like that, but I, I, I did. And did you see Knives Out?
0: Oh, Knives Out No, I haven't amazing. seen Knives
2: Out. Knives, course, Knives Out is, out is so even better. Know. And now Glass oh, Onion's yeah. out too, right? So Yeah. That's apparently about the to
1: be. best Netflix movie. Wow. Oh, okay. Is it I, not out? I think it came into. I, in I remember t- a thing that said it was like the best Netflix release.
0: I think it came to theaters for like a week or something, didn't it?
1: Oh maybe, maybe. that's no. mm-hmm.
2: but anyway. Um yeah, that's what I watched. I uh think that's it. Watch some shows, but we'll talk about that later.
1: December twenty third. Oh.
0: I must remember. Yeah, that. it came to theaters for like a week on its own. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and then uh, if you want to watch more movies like that, I think See How They Run is a movie that's on HBO Max now that came to theaters for a short time. Mm. But that's also like a murder mystery kind of thing.
1: Knives Out, totally worth watching.
0: Knives Out, Knives Out is amazing. Like I've, only, I've never bought a movie right after renting it, like maybe once or twice, and that was one of them. <laughs> okay. I was like, yep, I want to own this. Cool.
1: Well, we'll go on from there then into the movie news a lot of big stuff happening monstrous you could say yeah Ah, that's a good transition (laughs)
2: let's talk about that first so okay (laughs) (laughs) so uh legendary the company behind godzilla and uh king kong and all those guys um it's moving under sony and this new deal so um I feel like it's not entirely surprising. I don't really know what else Legendary does. I'm sure they do other things. I'm almost positive they do. I just don't really know. So it kind of makes sense yeah. that I Sony think such or someone else was One
0: of them one of the or... franchises.
2: Yeah, so, but I, I just. I want Godzilla to be a new Spider Man villain. <laughs> Come on. I mean, I mean. You want him to fight Marvius? If they're going to be all <laughs> under Sony.
1: I mean, Spider-Man's the only one that I'm like. That would be cool to see him swing across. That's what I'm saying. The back of Godzilla. It'd be (laughs) really
0: cool. He could literally Um, do be like, "Hey, it's just like Star Wars." Yeah.
1: Yeah. I saw this.
0: Do it, Uh, Marvel. I yeah,
1: no. I love that idea. I can't imagine that would ever happen. They did have. Wasn't it Marvel versus the Titans from uh, Attack on Titan? I don't Uh, know. Is that a real thing?
2: Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. know. I'm making That, up. Sounds, that doesn't that sound, sound familiar, happen. but I also don't Wait. follow Attack on Titans, so I, I, I think Legendary it was a comic movie? book.
0: Could, uh, could have been.
1: Let me, I gotta know now.
0: Um, Legendary has done a bunch of wow, Legendary did all the Batman movies. Um, really, yeah, they did. Uh, speaking of Titans, Clash oh. of the Titans wrath of titans oh. they did sucker punch they did a bunch of zack snyder stuff uh wow let's see man of steel know. pacific room i can't believe that i'm making this up the 300 movies
2: well that's nope, interesting we because avengers
1: meet attack on titan and must read crossover
2: nice fan fiction yeah <laughs> no it's real it's real then, yeah, oh it's, it's like a official book. they did Weird. Dracula untold that's crazy cool
1: though there's hulk Hulk is fighting, there's Iron Man. I'm just looking at Stills right now.
0: Bro. Oh, Legendary did Jurassic no World? I'm looking at all those movies that Legendary did. Jurassic
2: uh, World as well. I think, you know, and you know what this could be too? Um, is like what if they decide to make some cool Godzilla games or something? Because Sony. They have their own oh, yeah, games. That would be fun. You know, like that'd be really oh, neat. Yeah, it would be. Yeah. What another rampage. Yes,
0: I agree. Oh, Legendary did uh, Detective Pikachu. Yo.
2: Oh wow, they Pikachu an, is now Spider Man's enemy. <laughs> yeah,
1: that is probably he will be the, the up news to me than Godzilla.
2: Morbius
0: so maybe Warner. Br- so maybe Warner Brothers never had like exclusive rights to them. Um, but it sounds like Warner Brothers did recruit them for a lot. It looks like, oh, they did Dune. Wow. Um, Detective Um, who's gonna stuff. make the next
2: Detective Pikachu? Um What do you mean they did Dune? Dune's gonna still be
1: Oh, I think you said Doom. Never mind. Dune.
2: Like the new Dune? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's actually a little surprising I then.
1: I don't want Sony to make Dune 2. I hope Warner No, Bros. it's Dune that's Dune a Warner Brothers thing.
2: Else. Okay, okay. Okay. Gotcha. Well anyway. Um so that's a thing. And oh, I don't know if that's necessarily a oh. bad thing but it's a thing you know they're we doing don't, duke it's always and gundam it's always mixed feelings when companies get kind of i don't know if it was necessarily bought out but like when these deals happen um yeah,
0: yeah. i'm gonna look up this article too to it, it always I'm curious is to see like bit... what how it'll affect
1: everything
2: exactly yeah. right and it's always LGA like brought well, up, you don't... i
1: think it'd be really cool to see some sony games be made by legendary it would be a lot of fun mm-hmm.
2: yeah there. it's like i i Oh, it's like, we don't movie. like. We don't like monopolizing, but sometimes cool opportunities. Imagine if they happen. did Jack
0: and Dexter, Cody. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, that could be. Uh, he'd
2: be cool. like, yeah. That could be neat. Anything Jack and Dexter? Oh, so they don't
0: just make movies necessarily. They like produce. They they produce them and stuff. Like they're big producer. A uh, big producing. Tom movies.
1: Holland as Jack. No. <laughs> I
2: don't want to no. Chris I'm pretty Pratt sure, as I'm pretty, Daxter. Oh my oh. gosh. <laughs> um, Let's anyway. see. So it's, it
0: looks like they're going to be distribu- uh, like a distribution company for Sony. Um, cool. Okay. That's cool though. Yep. I had to look into that
2: a little more. No, that's fine.
0: But um, they apparently they are lo- moving away.
2: Now we're going to be, you know, talk about deals. Money. Let's talk about money. Let's talk about how much She's it, on makes it. <laughs> takes yeah. to make movies. For Amazon, um, they are committing to spend a billion dollars annually on theatrical, uh, films.
1: That's which so crazy to me.
2: It's pretty crazy, but they have tons of money. They could do it, obviously. I mean, they do they can afford it. Um, but you know, yeah, it's
1: kind of like if it if it fails, uh, just get Jeff Bezos to give you another
2: like, <laughs> another billion. That's true. It's just like Google kills things that's all a the time. Small so fraction can, of it's his okay paycheck. It's okay for them to kill something so Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, like, just make good movies. I hope that's kind of their mindset. With it, is like we're not going to worry about profit. We're just going to make good movies. I can't imagine that that's anyone's so, but, mindset. You don't become uh, a giant company like that with that kind of mindset. But no,
2: I, I know what you mean. But um, they have made the... a lot of already really good movies and things. Uh, mm-hmm. so what, you not can say maybe, they're could... primed to do so. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> throwing a billion dollars uh, at movie stuff could be huge mm-hmm. for them. Although it's 15 to 20 movies, I believe, is what they're going to be trying for years.
2: That's kind of a lot.
1: Yeah, so you take the billion dollars and you start splitting it up into that and it ends up not being... It's still lots of millions of dollars. I don't know what I'm saying. Imagine me. an
0: Invincible like feature animated film. Oh. Oh, animated? Oh, yeah. That'd My be
2: dope. Gosh. Please. <laughs> Please. Um, I don't need The on Boys that. as a movie.
0: No. You're already doing enough. Invincible would be dope, though. It cool. would be cool
2: um anyway we will we will see what comes out of that i don't know maybe really good things will come out of that but also man amazon has a lot of money at least yeah, if anything yeah. it's gonna be competition for disney and theaters right i mean yeah competition they is have good
1: a big budget to work with
2: oh yeah speaking of budget um yeah with <laughs> disney so <laughs> avatar 2
1: I just did a he's, little dance,
0: Cody's been setting up some alley-oops all night.
2: I know, he's setting up <laughs> the pins, and I'm rolling that bowling ball. Anyway. Um, so, Avatar what? 2 is an expensive movie. Avatar 1 was an expensive movie. Avatar 1 cost uh, $237 million, and which is a lot. I mean, if you're a regular person, like us, that's a lot of money. <laughs> and they, But it was also like the highest-grossing film for a while. I don't think it's the case anymore, but for a while it was the highest-grossing yeah, film
1: sure ever. Endgame, and No Way Home have beaten it. it I think crazy you're like right. No Way Home. No, I think you're right. Is beaten, um, and then before that though, it was Titanic, and Titanic is also another just another
2: James Cameron movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Oh, you know what? Top Gun Maverick, I think, beat it. Oh, really? I think Top Gun yes, Maverick.
0: Maverick made a ton of money.
2: This out or this that's article crazy. says only two films have made over one billion in the box office since at least since COVID nineteen pandemic. Okay, no way home and, and Top Gun Maverick. Uh, so okay. a uh, little bit of context there. But anyway, all that being said, two hundred and thirty seven dollars is a lot. Sorry, million. Um it's 237 million dollars. Uh, the second movie is costing somewhere between 350 million and 400 million.
0: Dang. So. Twice as much as the first
2: movie? Yeah. It's, it's gotta be crazy. like. Crazy.
1: It's gotta be one of the top six movies of all time, right? To even break profit. Oof.
2: Yeah, so like. Which and tells that's. Me. I just don't know if that's gonna work. I don't know if that's gonna happen. Because, I mean, I'll go see this movie, but I just don't think people. I think. I don't know if people really hold Avatar Special in their hearts, because it was a spectacle. It is a spectacle. The Avatar, it still is. Like, it it was a spectacle, spectacle, sorry, I can't speak, um, at the time, I mean, people went just to look at the prettiness of the CGI. It
0: feels like it really hits with the general audience. Like, maybe not, not so much, like, people who watch movies, like, on the regular, True. But, like, I feel like a lot of general audiences, like people that are just like, oh, go to the movies every once in a while. I feel like they're the ones that are kind of getting nostalgic for it. They're like, oh, I think man, you're I right. That movie? Like,
2: That's true. A lot of people are going in just for, out. just for like MCU and things like that. But like regular people, a lot of regular people, obviously, mm-hmm. if it was the highest growing, grossing film for a long time, yep. obviously they liked this, and we'll probably want to go again. Again, like I'm, I'm in that. Like I, I'll want to see it. But I'm not necessarily having, I'm not necessarily putting super high expectation on it. I'm not like super, super excited uh, to see it. I'm just like, yeah, I'll see it. That's kind of how I'm feeling. So, (coughs) excuse me, but, um, it's like like maybe if enough people feel like that, (laughs) then they'll maybe be able to make a profit.
1: Either James Cameron is as pompous and (coughs) full of himself as people say, and he's just overly confident that it's going to work. Or, like I was saying with Amazon, because this is so important to him, maybe the budget didn't, like, not making a profit wasn't the biggest deal, and he was just, I want to make a good movie True. no matter what. And I hope that's the case. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: And you know what? I also
1: would wonder what budget for this movie. <laughs> it says, has been so in development for, like, ten years. This yeah.
2: article, I don't know if it's correct. I hope it is, Right. This article is saying that Disney has spent over $1 billion over the four Avatar sequels. And we knew there was going to be more than two Avatar movies. Um, mm-hmm. We were told there were going to be, like, a couple. So, apparently, they've already spent, or or planning on spending, I don't really know which one, um, but a billion dollars on these. Okay. So, they're invested, at the very least. They're invested. Yeah. <laughs> which does, hopefully, lean towards James Cameron just having fun and being able to do what he wants and have a good time with it rather than disney mm-hmm. tried to sap money from it but i don't know they tried to in the past sap money from it they made a whole park they made a whole avatar theme and park James so, cameron did yeah.
1: say that if this movie doesn't succeed he's good to end it with a third which i think mm-hmm. is great it's okay. like even if this does poorly he's still gonna make another one i do like that just because yeah. so that it's finished so yeah we'll we'll see kind of what happens there I, yeah totally i just hopeful for that. I'm hopeful that he just was like, I'm going to make the best movie I can. We're not yeah. going to worry about the cost. Hopefully, like, it does well.
0: Like, that dude, like, obviously, he knows what he's doing because, like, some of the movies the movies he's made are, like, some of the biggest ever. Like, Terminator 2, you're Titanic. Director, he made
1: two of the top grossing movies. Of it's all true. Time. I mean, and
0: Avatar and, like, you know, other stuff. Like, that dude's on it. He doesn't make movies often,
2: but the dude's on it. It's true. So, yeah. I hope this movie will be good I, I hope it's good yeah. i do i want to I see it to and me. i hope it's good i just don't it's want to set definitely my expectations banking
1: on being like a good story and well written and not being the visual phenomenon that the last one was so i'm mm-hmm. curious that's what the other one did uh, it's true like yeah
2: it's like we have good, to but at the same time i don't know i don't know we might yeah, be surprised with how good the cgi is because we've been treated to and ironically, it's still Disney, right? But, like, they yep. yeah. have gotten so much time to make this movie with beautiful effects. <laughs> like, <laughs> not with Thor. Not with Doctor <laughs> Strange. Not with yeah. these movies. They're kicking out every... Year, it's or all two. on purpose. That that reminds me we'll of like bad
0: CGI, so you forget especially what when is supposed when to when Oh my Disney, gosh, you're
2: right, Disney's a mastermind. Blow mind. your mind. Like, when you
0: mention some of those movies, it just reminds me of uh, like the meme where it's like shows the pic- the picture of Spy Kids, and then they're like, This is Marvel movies now, like Marvel movies are just yeah. like Spy Kids 3. Yeah, and I'm just like, They're not wrong, <laughs> oh, man. Mm-hmm.
2: anyway. Yeah, that's our movie news, though, so we can we can move on to TV.
0: Cool. Sweet.
1: Alright. Well, I guess we start with the TV shows that we've been watching. Shelly's got us all watching Andor. Shelly, yeah. you're finished with it, right?
2: Oh, yeah. So good. So awesome. good!
1: Oh. LJ and I, I think, are both around episode six-ish. Yeah, because I
0: think I maybe watched one episode since we talked last. Um, but, yeah. Like, I'm, there were I'm, more of the goats. I yes, love the goats so yes, much. Yes, because I saw the goat again, and I'm like, oh, that's what Cody was talking about.
1: <laughs> yeah, they just goats glued on horns. It's yep. perfect. <laughs> <laughs> the goat. Shelly, goat. we had a whole rant about how it's my favorite creature that they've made in Star Wars so far because it was... So grounded in realism,
2: mm-hmm. everything yeah. else they
1: do is so like out there with their designs for different that... creatures, and they always have this like dinosaur skinness to them. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Where they're I glued mean, to their. their so skeletons. far, the whole show seems very grounded, and I love that. I mean, we yeah. talked about a lot about it last week. It um, was so perfect. No, it absolutely to have is.
1: Just these goats, where they? Which like some more horns on them? I've on them.
2: heard some people like don't like, but I personally like. I like that it's like mm-hmm. realistic, but it's like you're still reminded that Star Wars. You just don't need, yes. like, the Jedi and these, like, you know, really obscure characters. To sh- and the thing is, too, they are referencing other Star Wars mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. They refer, and this, I don't think it's important, but they reference, they, like, name drop planets that were introduced in the sequel trilogy. And this is, takes, awesome. this takes place right before Rogue One, and I'm just like, I love that that's a tasteful reference that's Mm -hmm. like hey we actually do want to acknowledge these terrible sequel movies that everyone hated we're going to acknowledge them we're going to retain (laughs) them and we're going to put them in this amazing show Mm -hmm. so i think that's really cool um it's such a good show
1: it makes me realize how much i love the star wars world and not necessarily star wars sometimes exactly yes that's
0: that's very well said
1: same thing with vision. Like you watch so much star wars stuff and you go maybe i'm just over it maybe i'm not as into this as i think i am and then something like this "Wow, yeah. like, oh,
0: this mm-hmm. is
1: amazing it feels very cyberpunk to me in a lot of ways and i really like that totally futuristic cities and stuff especially yeah, that first episode. It,
0: it feels like a high-end like it feels like a show that would have come out on the sci-fi channel back in the day but like way better like and it has different planets That
1: always bugs me. We're we're, we're kind of reiterating what we said last week, but uh, it always bugs me. Like, Mandalorian is just on Tatooine forever. Mm -hmm. They go to a few different places, but it's it's basically Tatooine, and then you Mm -hmm. get Boba Fett's Tatooine. I'm so tired of Tatooine. And then the (laughs) other... Hody doesn't
0: like sand. (laughs) Yeah, sand. It gets everywhere.
1: (laughs) 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 Um, (laughs) But... I feel like even in the movies, they don't really explore these You're different right. landscapes. And they have an entire galaxy of them to, to yes. look into. Seriously, yeah.
2: It Always me nuts. <laughs>
1: so this is really... I think the three episode arcs are really cool. And that's mm-hmm. really allowing me to get to see different landscapes. And I love yeah.
2: that. I love, um, again, with the real realisticness of this. It's like the Empire, especially with Darth Vader in a lot of media or especially in the original trilogy, right? Mhm. It's like just evil, like comically evil and there's like it's hard to I mean, it's not really grounded in that way, right? Yeah, yeah. I like how this show really grounds the villains. Like they are they are villains, they're bad guys, they are the empire, but now there's reason it, for it. It gets into politics it's like, in a
0: fun way that I never yeah. thought I would enjoy. Like it's like, "Oh, like this is actually what was happening like with the empire." Like, wow, this exactly. was. Exactly.
2: It's, like, and they, the they've turned and them from, like,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you know, evil Nazis, which they still kind of are, but, like, just to, like, you know, like, they're fascists. Like, this is mm-hmm. their ideology. This is why they... It, it's, like, there's kind of more understanding as to why they do the things they do.
0: Yes. But yes. they're
2: still... It's still objectively evil. It's still yeah. objectively bad in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. And you also see why you understand why people maybe try to trust the Empire or, like, why people decide to work for the empire Mm -hmm. things like that it it, it kind of gives good reasoning for those things in ways where it's like oh you know the original trilogy honestly any of the other star wars movies you're kind of like why would anyone ever work for the empire why would anyone ever like you know trust the empire anyway there's like like no reasoning and then the show comes along and you're just like oh I we feel like that's very
0: out. relatable to today because there have mm-hmm. been like political issues where it's like you're on one side or you're not. Within the show. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I feel like it's not like I feel like it's in a way that's tasteful, not like yeah. yeah.
1: I really appreciate. I think I'm gonna butcher the quote, but he basically says it's harder to deal with twenty atrocities than it is to deal with one. Mm. And so it was like, if they do all of these terrible things, how can one group? fix all of them if it was mm-hmm. one thing then they could fix that one thing but if you start just destroying everything so quickly he said the people couldn't keep up with how much was being changed and how quickly and you can only fix one problem at a time mm-hmm. uh, i thought that was really really interesting uh, yeah. it makes a lot of sense for the the evilness or i don't know i did quotations it is evil but the evilness <laughs> that they are committing um the if there's so much of it, you don't know what to do at that point. It was like this overwhelming
0: mm-hmm.
1: and then they can get away with, you know, the more political stuff, the financial stuff. They can get yeah. stuff pushed through because you're dealing with something else that's happening. Not, you know, the core issues.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's not just, um... You know, it's not it doesn't just balance out the Empire and people who work for the Empire. It also balances out the Rebels. It's kind of like, hey, mm-hmm. they're not always amazing either mm. like obviously they're fighting for a good reason but the things they have to do to get there yes. and to make all this yeah. stuff happen the sacrifices they have to make you're kind of like makes you question a little bit you're kind mm-hmm. of like oh this is really what they have to go through and especially it's in like, the beginning yeah. like
0: when they start off with that small group of people out there in the wilderness it's just like yep, exactly yeah it's like a huge sacrifice
2: yeah, yeah. And, and and i think it makes the rest of the you know, all Star Wars, especially probably the original trilogy, even more grounded because you're just like, it's not just like this, you know, it kind of still is like a silly space fight between, you know, wizard knights versus the evil <laughs> force, but it, it's yeah. grounded in like, oh, this came from somewhere and people had to make sacrifices. This is significant. It's not just, it's not just like a walk in the park, it swing your lightsaber around.
0: So much. Yeah. Like, it's like, of... this
2: was built off of tons of rebellion that started with little people. With, with regular yeah. people, and I think that's really cool.
1: Kind of Cobra, Cobra Kai esque in not that i was silly like Cobra Kai, but yeah. just in the the muddledness of how like people are just people. Yeah, There's it's so There's always been a, kind of a running joke that Star Wars, uh, from you know an Empire Patriot point of view, would be a terrorist group going and bombing the headquarters of a of the Empire itself, mm-hmm. right? And so that's what I mean. That would be what the news would be broadcasting. Mm-hmm. So I haven't gotten super far into the show yet, but I imagine with what you're saying with the uh, the rebels not necessarily being good people, they're not, if you're, depending on whose viewpoint the story is being told through,
0: mm-hmm. if
1: they allow yeah. it to be a gray area and not these like white knights, you can kind of see that. Uh, it is, in essence, a terrorist group, it's just what they're terrorizing is not necessarily good,
2: so yeah, yeah are it's... okay with it. It's like, it's not necessarily like a, oh, there's two sides kind of thing. It's not like a, oh, well, you could see that, you know, either side could be good. It's like, one side is clearly evil. It's just a matter of like, what means are, you know, necessarily to, to get to the end, right? Mm-hmm. Do the yeah. ends justify the means? I guess that's yep. what I mean. It's like, do and, and having to face that, it's like, what sort of sacrifices do you actually legitimately have to take to take down an empire as strong as the Empire. And oh, yeah. it's like, it's not, again, it's not a walk in the park. It takes like a lot. So I think that's cool because that's unfortunately pretty realistic. Yeah, definitely. So, good show. I Again, mm-hmm. everybody, if you haven't watched Andor, if you like Star Wars even a little bit, please watch it. It's, uh, yeah. I think the best show. At least live action. I, I guess it's a little I think not have to, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. read, but it's definitely the best. It's, I saw this, um, sorry to, drag this on a little bit but I saw this uh you know on YouTube like people can post polls and and Mm -hmm. they'll just you know their audience or whatever and they'll just be like you know whatever and people vote I saw one where it's like what's the best uh um Star Wars show of 2022 and it was like Andor and Obi-Wan and Book of Boba Fett and um Tales of the Jedi and I voted for Andor because uh I was like of course Andor is the best one Mm-hmm. But everyone voted Obi Wan. It was like sixty huh. percent Obi Wan, and I'm like, and I, but then I looked in the comments, and I agreed with everyone in the comments. People in the comments were like, if you didn't vote Andor, you didn't watch Andor, you need to watch. Yeah, it. it's like mm-hmm. I really liked Obi Wan, unlike a lot of people. I liked Obi Wan. No but one's complaining was, about Andor. It was, was, there, was so, it.
0: there was so much mixed uh, things about Obi Wan. I'm like, I enjoyed it a lot, but like there were issues.
2: Yep. Exactly. Um,
1: mm-hmm. It was definitely a pendulum swing from space wizards to to this mm-hmm. more grounded stuff, and I I like a pendulum swing. I think that's what'll keep Star Wars fresh. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Treading water from yesterday, last week. But sorry. We're good.
0: Continue. No, but it's good because now it updates you into the conversation. So no, that's good. It's good. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And then, Shelley, you watched something else as well.
0: Yeah. So uh, we started Spy X Family. Oh, I love Spy Family so much.
2: Yeah, and it is, so it's really good. I don't know, like, we only watched, we've only watched two episodes so far. Oh, it's um, so awesome. And already, like, the premise has me hooked so hard. It's and, the most
0: wholesome, like, anime out there right now, I think. Yeah,
2: which, like, I i do love wholesome anime, you know, like, Horimiya is probably my most wholesome anime that I know, but uh, I'm excited for, like, you know, they've only just become a family, where it's, like, right at the beginning of the season, but it's, like... I just love the fact that, the, like, there's internal monologue happening with these characters, <laughs> yes. which is, like, cool and normal, and it, it doesn't, like, surprise you when that happens, and then all of a sudden it's, like, this kid's a telepath, and can just, yes. like... So it's, like, anytime you hear something as the audience, she also hears yes. it, and I think that's such a smart move. <laughs> it makes sense like, as to why you're now you, it too. Now you immediately relate to this kid, like, <laughs> not just as a, oh, you know... It's sad that she didn't have a family. Now she has a family that's good. It's like, it's it, she goes beyond that. She is like, almost like the audience insert of us, like of us knowing this meta knowledge or uh, this knowledge mm-hmm. that we shouldn't know. You know, as audience, obviously we get to know everything, but she gets to know all the stuff that she's not supposed to know. Um, and so that's just like, <laughs> that's just so fun. And also yeah. helps prevent sort of like, I don't know, like there's this one moment where it's like, he was thinking one thing, like, oh, I don't know if this will work. And she's like, oh, I don't know if I should go for it. I don't know if this will work. And then as an audience member, you're like, oh, come on. Like, you guys are going to end up together. You know, this is going to happen. We just have to get to it. And Anya also here's the same thing. It's like, oh, I have to make this happen or else it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. And so she, like, I don't know. I think that's really smart. Um, And we are watching the dub. There is a dub, Cody. So yeah, you can watch that's that that. what I'm watching. Um, and it's okay. pretty good it, so far. That's what we, we usually look up. You know if the dub is actually good or not and we heard it's pretty good so it, it is good so far so um yeah it's it's good i love the animation too it's just like really clean the, the music's awesome it's like oh, so yeah. i mean spy movies right it's like inspired mm-hmm. by spy movies and spy shows and so all the mu- music is uh inspired by that and so it's like jazzy and like ah it's cool i'm really liking it so far
0: mm-hmm. awesome but, uh, yeah
2: inspiring. that's what i watched
1: We'll get into TV news. I'll try to keep this a little short. Uh, we talked about James Gunn earlier. Yeah. And a little bit more James Gunn news. He also was saying that we will be getting more shows. For sure. Promising more DC shows set in the DC universe.
0: Yay. So I'm
1: <laughs> very excited about that. I Especially after Peacemaker. Why wouldn't you?
0: Give me more Justice Society stuff. I'd be down for Yeah, show.
1: that would be great. I yeah. would watch that as a show. I kind of want a movie just because of budget stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I really worry about the shows that are in place now. Are they going to start getting rid of them slowly? I saw that Doom Patrol's on season four, which is crazy to me. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. I don't know what that'll mean for the future of TV. I'm really excited for James Gunn's DC Universe, though. If... I really hope that. Yeah. Something doesn't flop, and then Warner Bros. is like, nope, you're out already. Without if any really of them a are so up like to what the they do.
0: quality of Peacemaker, then I will be happy. Like, Peacemaker was such a good quality yeah. show. Like, as far as budget and everything, too, I think it was just, mm-hmm. like, it was really solid.
2: Yeah, James Gunn's yeah, kind too. of uh, popping off with all these opportunities he has in yeah. both MCU and DCU. It's... You know, he's in a good place. I
0: mean, it sounds like as far as MCU, he's transitioning away from Guardians. Like it sounds like whatever the volume three is is going to be like his last. A, but a I mean, that's true. But if he's the fact that the he's
1: still Kevin able Feige, to work, though, out. Kevin Feige is a very busy man. So yep,
2: yep. yeah,
1: I can't imagine. I wonder what it means for Peacemaker too, because Peacemaker season two is in the works. Oh, but I can't yeah. imagine after that he's going to be doing a lot of directing.
0: Hmm. We'll see.
1: Yeah, he's made some masterpieces, so we'll see. I'm, I'm really excited mm-hmm. and then uh, i believe this is hbo as well if i'm not mistaken oh uh, no i don't remember where twisted metal is being released on. peacock it's on peacock no way
0: i'm not excited i'm not excited <sighs> about that because I, I refuse to spend money on peacock
1: that's a strange place for it so i am excited about the show though i will I probably get is. peacock for this because it sounds so cool <sighs> It is... I was worried about Twisted Metal just being really dark. mm mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just... I don't watch a lot of, like, dark TV. It just doesn't sound that fun. But I love Zombieland. Zombieland is one of my favorite movies of all time. Uh, if you haven't seen Zombieland, you should. It's so good. Uh, but we have... Will Arnett voicing Sweet Tooth. Uh, there's a big wrestler samoa joe mm-hmm. playing sweet tooth
0: he's got the perfect so, build for sweet tooth like that dude's that
1: already sounds great yep, yep. <laughs> and then we have anthony Mackey playing uh the protagonist who is going to travel from one part of the wasteland to the other delivering a mysterious package we don't know what that means but that gives us like mad max car combat instead of it just being arena based I think that's a yeah. good way to incorporate all the different characters and get to introduce all the different characters. Oh, uh, they could do like way. a
0: creature of the week kind of thing, but introduce like each character from the games as like villains or side characters. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that'd be cool. Uh,
1: an amnesiac post-pocket outsider tests. we delivering a mysteries back to Crossbow. It gets better. Deadpool writers Paul Wernick and Rhett Reese are the creators of the show. Perfect and there's one more um yeah those are the writers of deadpool the showrunner i gotta find wasn't
0: there somebody from cobra kai you said that was yes
1: michael jonathan smith is the showrunner and that is one of the big writers for cobra kai
0: nice ah cobra kai everything about the
1: show sounds wonderful
0: like the deadpool humor with the ultra cheese of cobra kai sounds perfect for twisted metal especially like yeah the first three game kind of vibes because like, twisted metal black was so dark like it like it was just not funny. Um, yeah. But the thir- the three games were very silly. Like I think three literally had Rob Zombie as a character and you could literally drive the Dragula like car, you know, like so that's how silly it was. So I'm I want this captures that
1: neon Mad Max, Zombie Land, and I think that they can deliver that. Oh yeah. Like it's just gonna be ridiculous and out there in a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully, it's not overly gory. land is pretty good about not being too ridiculously bad. It has its moments.
0: It, yeah, I mean, Twisted Metal, I feel like could easily be, um,
1: yeah, yeah, but
0: it's on Peacock, so I really don't know what to expect. Yeah, I, I have no idea. Like the, the only reason I want yeah. it
1: would be great if it's PG thirteen. I doubt it will be, uh, but a PG thirteen horror comedy is kind of like right up my alley with focus on comedy Mm. as far as horror goes i don't love horror but i like when it's funny so
0: i might wait till this comes out because the only thing that tempts me to even get peacock for like a short time is for whatever reason the rights of yellowstone are confusing right now because peacock has like everything and then like paramount and other networks only have like the most recent stuff of yellowstone so it's like and then the spin-off shows, but like the only reason I ever want Peacock is to maybe go back and start from the beginning of that I show. Just I just want to watch The Office sure.
2: again, but I am not willing to get Peacock just for that. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah. I already have more streaming services than I need. I don't need another one.
2: Yep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. we geeking out about anything else this week?
0: No, nope. That's it.
1: Alright, before we head out, one more thing. I just wanted to mention this at the top of the show, I forgot. Uh, the Video Game Awards, are next... Thursday. Yes, on
0: the 8th, I think. I got to yes. double check.
1: So it's not this Thursday. Next Thursday, and you can watch them with us at twitchtv grace Yes. And uh, I'll be in the chat. LJ, are you going to be there?
0: Yeah, I I Anna, I think uh, Anna might open up the Discord to like staff members. Um Okay. So cool. some of us might be doing voice chat like as we watch with her, but the chat will be open for anybody to come in and Watch alongside us, so...
1: Yeah. Uh, Shelly, are you gonna... Are you I'm gonna try.
2: I'm gonna try and be there. Sweet. I can't promise it, but so I'm gonna try it.
1: We'll be there.
0: Um, some it of may us. start yeah. right after I get off work. <laughs> so, I'm gonna have to yeah. see what time it starts.
2: That's true. I don't know what time wanna, it starts, so I may have to rush home. I
0: wanna say it's like 7 or 8 Eastern. But i, I want to make it. sure I'm there,
1: but now I don't wanna make that promise. Yeah, day. Day. yeah.
0: Like really well, that case,
2: I, I get off work at 5. Because I know that thing lasts so. till like 11
1: but yeah we'll, we'll do our best to be there there'll be other twitch streamers from geeks and twitch channel on there as well mm-hmm. uh in the comments or in the discord chat let's see either way it'd be a lot of fun it'd be cool to hang out with everybody 7
0: so. 30 eastern oh my gosh oh that's probably the pre-show um oh so dang that would be 4
1: 30 shelly sam anyways and
0: i don't even get off until 7 oh man hang <laughs> <laughs> out with us. yeah
1: we'll be ready. um lj where can they find you you can
0: find me on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at LJ the Paladin. Cool. And Shelly?
2: Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at the 24 cool.
1: And you can find me on Instagram at Cody Hammer and on the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash gigsomenrice on Wednesdays. So tonight, if you're listening to this when it comes out. Awesome. Keep gaming. Keep praying. And God bless.
2: Mm, bye-bye. Peace.
1: listening.